Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Kid Missing Radio. I'm your host, Angelina Wilson, and joining me is Bobby Walker, the son of James Davis Walker, who vanished from Bedford, Virginia, on April 7, 2000. He was 57 years of age and was 6 feet 7 inches tall. He was claimed to have been last seen at Food Lion. Um, can you take me back to that day? This is what I usually do first. And tell me what, how you found out and what transpired that day. Uh, my my sister got in touch with me. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I was living here in Lynchburg. Um, she contacted me that Dad had went missing, and and I'm you know I'm sitting there thinking like, uh, yeah, how's Dad gone missing? I was like, you know, what, you know, you know, first thing you know, I was thinking like, what the hell? How did how did that happen? And um, I sat there and uh, you know, you know, went on, you know, went on through the work day and everything because you know, you know, Dad was missing. I was thinking, you know, he just went off with a friend or something like that, and he'd be back later that day. You know, because it was common for Dad to be gone for you know a day or two or something like that, and then come back. You know, it was. It, it was no problem, but you know, for him to just be reported reported missing, and um, I, I sit there and you know got home that evening and called and said, you know, if they had heard, heard anything, I'm like, you know, if they hadn't heard anything, they'd look for him. And I was like, you know, still it didn't concern me much at all because you know it was pretty normal for Dad just you know be gone for a day or so. So you know. Went 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 through the weekend and uh, you know got, got concerned because you know couldn't find dad. Um, so you know later that week, um, my uh, teacher at CBCC, uh, uh, Peter Alexander, was you know contacting me. He said I heard about your dad missing. He said you want to you know go down there and look around. I said sure. You know, um, so uh, me and Pete got together one evening, uh, rode down there to the the food line. I think it was, I can't remember the exact date. Um, got it all written down. I just, I just ain't got everything in front of me. Um, me and Pete <laughs> went down there and, and, and went into the food line. He said, you know, he's like, you know, they got cameras. They should be able to... Um, Find out where you know see if, see if Dad was out there or anything like that. So we we went in there to uh, the manager and he let us in the office and uh, went through the video of the day and finally found out what you know what time that uh, the uh, people that were there, which was uh, Ronald. I mean, shoot, hold on, uh, Donnie Adams. Uh, Rose Dooley and Bruce Carter. You can see those people in the video, but you couldn't see Dad. So um, we contacted the police, and they come down and got a copy of the video. Didn't they say they saw so four they, sets of legs, though, in the car? Yes. Uh, it was reported from... Uh, the uh, original investigating officer, it was uh, Tracy Purnell, said that he could see four sets of legs get out of the vehicle. 
and, and unless he has x-ray vision or he was standing there that day when it happened, there ain't no way in hell that anything, anybody could see four sets of legs coming out of that car because, I mean, the video camera was in the ceiling of the uh, food line, and the car was probably about 40 feet out in the parking lot, and, and the, of course, it was a Ford torch, and, you know, you'd almost have to get down to the ground to see up under the car, period. Um, yeah, that's a very small car. Yeah. And, and we had a tempo. I'm sorry? I was going to say, we had a tempo, and they're both about the same size. Small. Yeah. Yeah, a small car. And it, it ain't no way somebody's seen four sets of legs come out of that car. I mean, no way possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, the video and someone your dad's all, size would have Hold himself and have to get in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, Wouldn't be easy. Man. Yeah. You know? Dad, Dad was definitely a tall man. He, he, he'd stand out in the crowd, I can tell you that. Yeah, he'd stand out and shoulders above just about everybody on the video, I would think. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, they they all went into the store and they got what they got and left. Um, But... When they, when Dad was reported missing, it was reported that it was uh, just uh, Juanita Carter Dooley um, and Donnie Adams and Dad there. You know, if it wasn't for the video, we wouldn't know who all was there in the first place because you know that right there was a lie right off the bat because they they made a report that wasn't true. You know, and the fact is, just not knowing that, you know, I would have, we would have never known if it wasn't for the video who all was there. You know, that that, that was already one one step that they sit there and said that the that who all was there and that the, the facts wasn't wasn't correct. That's true. Yeah. And, and so, you wonder about someone lying about something so insignificant as who was there. You yeah. Know? Exactly, and you know, and that that right there is just it's it, it, it's I I don't know why any kind of charges was filed because of a false report or anything like that, but you know that that falls back on the original uh, officer that was uh, doing the investigation. Yeah, and it was reported in newspapers that your father may have wandered off because he had the early stages of Alzheimer's. Yeah, I think that was just something that they put in, uh, was telling us that he was uh, having Alzheimer's and stuff like that just to uh, basically make her story sound better, I'd say. Yeah. So who actually reported him missing, you or your sister? Nope. Actually, it was uh, uh, Donnie and Juanita because when they went back up, when Rose, Bruce, and Donnie went back up on the mountain, they got Juanita, and I don't know what happened to Rose and or Bruce, where they went to or anything like that. But uh, uh, Juanita and uh, Donnie went back down to the food line and called the police department requesting Tracy Pennell to come down and, and investigate. 
you know, a missing person, you know. But, you know, if Dad was seeing somebody in the car, in a vehicle or something like that that he knew or something like that, he would have got in and got with them, and nothing nothing would have been said, you know. I mean, because it was common yeah. for Dad, if he was see one of the friends, he would go with them, go fishing, go work on work at, work at the house or something like that. I mean, it was just it was normal for Dad to do that. Yeah, and the pictures you sent me, it looked like the house on Taylor's Mountain needed a lot of work. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The um, it was it wasn't a, where he was living. I'm I'm sorry. It was that's a where he was living. It, it, yes, he was he was staying up there with uh, Donnie and uh, Juanita, and my my sister lived probably. Uh, Shoot, if you had a good arm on you, probably I'm hit the side of her house from where, she, where where they lived at. And my brother lived up on the on the road, probably an eighth of a mile from there. So dad would oh. go, you know, dad would stay at one place and go to the next place for a couple of weeks or something like that, and just kind of hang out because dad had up at my brother's. He he, dad stayed in the back of the house, in the room back in the back, stayed back here most of the time. So, I have read that reopening the case of the Lions sisters helped bring some mm-hmm. attention to your father's case. It did. It did because when everybody uh, seen the uh, officers all over the mountain, they thought they were up there looking for Dad. And yeah. because of the Lions sisters, you know, because you know nobody knew anything about the Lions sisters. I mean, I, that was the first time I've ever heard about it. When when that happened, and and you know, then uh, you know, I went I went up there with the the county to find a location that they were looking for a possibility of a spot for the Lion Sisters' remains could be at or something like that because it was a place called the Devil's Den, and me and my uh, brother-in-law, uh, both of us, with probably about I think it started out about eight investigators walked up the side of that mountain. Wow. Is that a yeah. really steep mountain? Like yeah. a really high elevation? Yeah. It is. Uh, you know, not a great big, huge mountain, but the terrain is pretty. Uh, you know, there were some spots you almost had to pull yourself up to get 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 up on this, get on up the bank, I should say. Do you think your father's generosity is what got him in trouble? And. What was the motive? That, that that I don't know. I mean, because you know, of course, there's been speculations that uh, uh, that Dad slept with uh, Donnie's wife, and you know, to, you know to, yeah, and then, then it was you know, it could be money, but you know, Dad didn't have a lot of money or anything like that, so I don't see how that could be. But I mean, I, I could, for the life of me, I I don't know why. Or anything like that, but you know, I don't know if something happened the night before Dad was reported missing, and um, some you know something happened. But you know, I, it was a story that was told the night before something happened to Dad, but they didn't go into exactly what what happened. And uh, Donnie and a couple of people left for a couple of hours, didn't come back, so. You know, that I don't know. 
um, did you contact your grandfather after it was alleged that he had gone to see him? Uh, grandpa, grandpa has been to see him for years. Huh? Yeah, he he had been to see for years, but I mean, I mean, dad, you know, grand, oh. dad, dad, they had been dead since nineteen seventy four. Oh, because yeah. he said, "Oh, he went to see his father." That was a, that was a story that was said. I'd say to lead somebody to lead the investigators off in a different direction. I should say. Well, yeah, if the guy's been dead for forty five years. Yes. Yes. Um, exactly. Okay. So he had six kids. Instead of couch surfing, yeah. how come he didn't live with one of you? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, Dad, 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 say for my brothers, I'd say probably biggest part of the time. Um, I'd say probably about, I think in 96, I, I met my wife and I moved to Amherst County, which is about, I'm guessing probably 40 miles, something like that, from Bedford. <coughs> Where, where they lived at and all. So I mean, I, you know, again, you know, I didn't, I didn't keep in touch with a whole lot of them. I go down there sometimes on the weekends, and that's see dad. And I think da- dad come up here one time and helped me mow the grass and all. So hmm. yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if there was a chance he wandered off, but you said he was of sound mind, so that doesn't seem yeah. likely. However. It appears like there's a lot of woods up there. Could he have gone to take a relaxing walk and gotten off a trail and gotten lost or hurt? No, because when he when he when the, when they went when he was reported missing, he was down from the food line. That, that was down in Newark, Bedford, and it had a patch of woods behind it. But we searched it pretty good. I think on the thirteenth. Um, back in 2000, and uh, we looked around it pretty good, and they couldn't see no no signs of anything, you know, because they had the uh, had the buffered uh, fire crew down there, and I had the helicopter too, so the helicopter looked for them too. But you know, but in the mountain from where the food line is is probably 15 miles. I'm thinking. Up on the mountain, so it's but up on the mountain, it's 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 just it's it's dense woods. Right. That's why I was wondering if he could have gotten lost up there. Uh, if Dad was up there, he'd be on he'd be on the road because Dad always he, he wouldn't be oh. up in the woods rolling around or anything like that. He would always, yeah, if you seen Dad going up the road, going up the mountain or something like that, he'd be on the road. Take the take the path of least resistance, I should say. Um, I just wanted to add that your father was from Saxton, Virginia, and he had two tattoos, a J.W. and a P.W. on his left arm. It was uh, J.W. is for James Walker and P.W. is for Phyllis Walker, my mom. Oh. Is your mom gone or are they divorced? Oh, my Mom is still living. Um, oh. You know, my mom, mom and dad have been separated for, I think, probably ten years before 
that happened, oh. maybe something like that. But you know, mom, mom, mom does care for him. You know, he, how can you not be? You know, she, you know, she buried six of us kids. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I I learned about your dad and actually got in contact with you through Kenny Jarrell's or the Aware Foundation. Yes, ma'am. Um, he actually got me my last few cases. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, I, I think uh, Kenny, Kenny's a ground home, buddy. I I, I got to hand it to him, man. He's 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 constantly beating the bushes and coming up with ideas. How did you get hooked up with him? Actually, I met Kenny uh, back in 2014, I believe. Yeah, 2014. Uh, he was with uh, Dan and Jill Harrington with Help Save Next Girl. And um, he, he, you know, got together with him, had a couple of uh, things, and then uh, uh, Kenny went to uh, went, went in separate ways into a different uh the Aware Foundation, so so solely, you know, so so he can solely be over it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kenny's a great guy. He is. He, I mean, that that, that guy's got a, a compassionate heart on him. Yes, I had him on my show. I would definitely agree with you. Um, yeah. Today, I understand that you were at the Virginia Missing Persons Day. Can you tell us a little bit <laughs> about what that was and Yep, uh, Dan and Jill Harrington, that's what helped the same next girl. They, they, uh, she had a, uh, a, a degree made for, you know, for today being, uh, nation, national, uh, well, Virginia Missing Persons Day. So, uh, the governor signed it back into law, I think, back in, I think, 2016, I believe. Don't hold me to it, I believe that's what it was. And, um, they they have a, a, a awareness uh, and for all the families to come in. They invite all the families to come up there, and it's it's um, and it's a, it's a great environment. Uh, it's up at the uh, Roanoke City uh, training facility up in Roanoke, and get you know get to meet all the officers and all, and you get to meet the families and hear their stories, and you know and put a face with the uh, the families that uh, that are missing because I think they've had two people come today that hadn't been up there before, but they've you know uh, people with them uh, with the help saving this rule uh, spoke up for them even though the families wasn't there and you know had two of them show up today and um, it, it was it was it was touching to hear the stories that that, that they were sharing you know what 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 they go through day to day as far as. Um, Missing their, you know, brothers, sisters, wives, husbands, uh, children, uh, and father, and mother, um, and just to hear their stories. And my heart goes out to them because, you know, I, I, I can honestly say I know exactly how they feel um, with with my case uh, with dad, and um, you, you get to meet really good people that are fighting. Um, to, you know, to find to get justice for the dad, or you know, for the family. Yeah. So, who were the people that were there that you were unfamiliar with? Maybe someone listening is familiar with the cases. Oh, I wish I could tell you, but I can't remember the name. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sorry. I, I can't it's remember okay. names. I know I'll get online and pull it up. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I mean, it, it was a, a sister there today. Actually, it was two sisters there today um, that were they had missing uh, uh, families, you know, missing sisters and everything. And again, to hear their story, um, mm-hmm. it, it was heartbreaking. It really was. Yeah. And I think families bang their head against the wall even harder when, like, my next show is Misty Copsey. She mm-hmm. was reported missing, and the police said, oh, she's a runaway, and yeah. said, call us back in 30 days. 30 days? Are you kidding yeah, me? And 14. It's the middle of the night. So that has to exactly. be, I'm sure you hear those stories over and over again was, was my point. has to be frustrating. It is, because, you know, in, 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 in the case with my dad, too, that's, that's the hardest thing I can't understand is if he was reported missing and the department was on it so quick back then for a man that age and, you know, I can I understand if it was that quick on a child, but, you know, because you know, I was thinking, that, you know, dad would be gone for a week or two or something like that before they'd actually dig into it or something yeah. like that, you know. But him to be on it right there the you know, same day is just I, I, that's what I don't understand more than anything. It's just because you, know, you listen to the families. I, I was listening to one today. She she said she she lived in Maryland and she didn't hear it for a, I think it was almost a month after something. You know, her her sister disappeared. Jeez. Yeah, and and and, and, and it's a hard fight. I mean. You have to um, be consistent with the police and the people that are working on the case, not to, to beat them up. Them. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was, I was just saying you have to show them you care. You have to show them you're still there. Yeah. You're still fighting. Exactly. And you know, in in you in, know, in all the defense of the police officers, you know, they're getting in. New stuff every day. They're getting stuff that's thrown on the desk that that they got to get to. That's fresh, right, right there off the back. And then you got something that's been sitting so long, and yours gets yeah. pushed to the side. And, and 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 I can understand that, but you've got to be back consistent. Hey, you know, hey, you know, don't forget about me. <coughs> you know, not to beat them up or anything like that. You know, because no. they're, they're they they got so much stuff going on nowadays. It's just crazy. I don't know how the police do it, but. They they deal with you know if, if everybody could be behave for a month, all kinds of crimes could probably be solved. Yeah. But and the fact is, it's it's thousands of crimes a day that's being committed, and people that are missing, that, you know, you know, hundreds of people missing a day that they're being being called they're called upon, and yeah. you know, in courts, yours gets pushed back to the back. But you know, you got you got to uh, be patient and consistent. And be a friend with them yes. more than anything, you know. Just say, you know, just keep me in mind, you know. Just, just please help me out. But you're right. It's been 19 years. If they yeah. have a fresher case, it's certainly going to be easier to find a lead in a fresher case than in in a 19 year old case. Exactly. But but I don't want I don't want them to forget about. Bad no. at all, 
Because like I was in the, I, I sat up and spoke to everybody in the room today up there, and I said, I said, you know, you've got to be consistent about it and on them about it, but but you know, just don't forget about it. You know, just you know, just, and don't be afraid to call them. You know, you know, because if you don't call them, you know, it, it'll it'll get pushed back to the back and forgot about. Them. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and you were very lucky, like you said, that that they did get proactive and take the case right away. Because I've seen time and time again where they say, where they say, oh, he or she was an adult; they had a right to disappear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So. But you know, it, you know, there's there's some issues with that that happened back then. How everything went so quickly. And then it was pretty much just forgot about. Went out, went out of the back pretty quick. Yeah. And, you know, and and you know when they started bringing everything back up in 2014, I was like, you know, I was like, I sit there, I I go to sleep, think about my dad every day. Wake up, man. It's just you know, I wake up in the morning, man. The first breath of breath of breath of air I get more or less is that that's that's a fight for dad, you know, it's just you know, it's just you you gotta keep on and, and and push. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine my father passed away in two thousand seventeen. I can't imagine not knowing where he is. I know where he is. You know, I just put flowers on his grave for Easter. You ha- you couldn't do that. Exactly, because if if I knew where Dad was, I'd be more at peace about it. But not knowing anything, it 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 it, it mentally tears you down. And well, I'm it, sure it, it but 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 I I'll, I'll refuse to give up. Period. And and if anybody yeah. that'll do a, a news bit on them or uh, a, a story about them, I'm there no matter what. I, I'll, I'll take time out of my day no matter what to, for that. Good for you. So has there been any news coverage in your area? I'm sorry? Has I said good for you. Has there been any news coverage in your area? There has. Uh, there has there's been, been quite a few. Um there, there is something going on right now, but I can't say too much about it. That's okay. Right now, it's just just gotta wait for things to come together. Um, but it's it's looking good. It's just just gotta wait for things things to fall into place. I should say. I can respect that. Okay, yes, we have. Under three minutes left, so I'm going to ask you if you could say anything to your father right now, what would it be, and if you could say anything to the person or persons responsible for his disappearance, go for it. Say both. Dad, I I just wish I could hold it one more time. Oh, you tell him I love him. You drink a beer with them. And you see the guys, ladies, 
They know what happened to Dad. They're cowards. Really cowards. You look at your life and how hard your life is, that's karma. That's what I would say to them. Yeah, karma has a way of biting back. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the way they live. Yep. And I'm and I'm blessed to have have yeah. have my children and and a healthy family. That's good. Yes, ma'am. I'm sure they'd like to happen father as well. Yes, ma'am. And if it was if something like that happened to their father, I would I would hope they'd push that hard for their father. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, but I refuse to give up. Fire from the tree. <laughs> um. Okay, we got a minute left here, so I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, um, and thank you so much. Good luck in whatever it is that you couldn't talk about. Hopefully yep. And I'll, I'll keep in touch with you on uh, through messaging about that. Okay, great. Yes, thank ma'am. you. Like I said, thank you so, so much. Thank everyone for listening. God bless you all. Have a wonderful evening and weekend. And don't forget, our next show will be... On May 11th, same time, 5 p.m., I will have the administrator of the Bringing Misty Copsy Home Facebook page on to discuss Misty's case. Again, thank you, everyone. God bless. Um, Thank you, Bobby, for joining me. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Thank you. Bye. Ten, nine, eight. All right, I'm going to end the episode. Goodbye.